Welcome to The Heightening, a place for those who are answering the call of God to fulfill God's purpose in their lives. We are women who are being elevated to a level of intentionality and empowerment to lead the life we were created to live. Please welcome our host, Yolanda Caldwell. Good morning, ladies of the heightening. I am excited to have us here continuing our conversation about diversifying our income. We are so committed to this work that what started off as a couple of conversations has extended to many more conversations. And I'm having these conversations because it is important that we as women understand that there is not just one way to build wealth, that there are are many ways that we can craft our income strategy to allow us to live the life that we were created to live. So I'm excited to extend our conversation and continue this conversation with Anna from DNA Body Works. Now, we have been friends and associated with each other for many years, but today you're going to come, Anna, and you're going to share with us some wonderful information, some valuable information about how you've transitioned over the years in terms of building your wealth and your income strategy. Ladies of the Heightening, welcome Anna from DNA Body Works. Thank you so much, Alonda. I'm very privileged and honored to be here on the show this morning. Um, as you stated, we've known each other for a few years. What ended up happening was a meet and greet at a mutual friend's home over some delicious <laughs> food to us saying we're going to stay in touch, and we randomly stayed in touch to a chance called the Jesus meeting that I like to call them, because when most people realize when they have a conversation with you, they're being set up to make a move, and, <laughs> and it's true, it's a setup, and, and people people could agree with me, I'm quite sure the ladies listening to this podcast kind of feel the same way, especially the ones that you reached out to and said, hey, I got this idea. And then you walk away from the, hey, I got this idea, to a list of tasks because, Yolanda, you have pulled out of us the passion that we needed to be doing. And I've just been privileged to actually have you in my corner call me the task when it's necessary. Okay, let's cut the podcast. No, Anna, thank you so much for sharing that. It is, it is true. Um, you know, that's what the heightening is about. It's about helping women um, accept and live the life that they were created to live. There are so many roadblocks and um, barriers that prevent us from walking in our authentic life and being intentional to achieve the things that we want to achieve. And I thank you. I thank you for continuing to answer the phone when I call. And <laughs> I thank you for <laughs> um, being willing to share with women, with transparency, uh, your journey. So thank you. So tell us a little bit about, let's start with DNA Body Works. Um, tell us sure, a little bit about sure. that. How did you, in, how did that start? So uh, like Yolanda mentioned, my name is, it's actually Anna Lucette. Most people call me Anna because it's, it's simpler to say, and I'm kind of a, a little stickler to the pronunciation of my name. So if you can pronounce my full name correctly, go for it. Otherwise, you can just call me Anna. I am the owner of 
owner and founder of DNA Body Works, which is a personal training uh, company here in the Capital District. I am not restricted just to the Capital District because I do virtual trainings as well as I travel. Now, I say it that way because DNA has actually evolved over the past six years. It started as a conversation with two other friends around a meal because I cook. So when I cook, we sit down, we eat, we become very comfortable, and we just start brainstorming and generating ideas. The name of itself came from, you know, DNA. DNA is inside of us. But it just so happens that the other two friends, one had a name that started with a D, and the other one had a name that started with an A. And then we just added the N as D and A. But just kind of mushed it all together. And I started thinking about, you know, that building block that is within each one of us. It is that helix that generates what and who we are and is DNA body work. The tag for the business is it's in you because it's in each and every one of us. The desire, the passion, the wherewithal to get some things done. Over the course of those six years, I went from working for a local box gym in the Capital District to, quote-unquote, having that side hustle, which really isn't a side hustle at all. It's basically you're stepping into your power and your passion to do what you were called here to do. I worked for several healthcare companies within this area, and last year, November 20th, is when I exited from my last healthcare position and had to step into my passion 100%. And from there, just started to grow and grow. I acquired a life coaching certification. Because a good personal trainer doesn't necessarily just give you the skills to do the exercise and the movement. You develop a relationship with that individual, and you start talking about what's going on in your life. Because there is definitely a life-body-mind connection that could either propel you to move forward, or it could be that thing that's hindering you. From the life coaching certification, I became a certified workplace wellness coordinator. So those folks who work for companies that offer some type of health and wellness program, they normally hire someone to help them develop the most efficient and cost-effective programming for their employees. I am a minority woman who has her own business who can do this with the employers. I took the opportunity around COVID to sit down and take that quiet time to see how all of my dots connected so that I could start creating more of the abundance and wealth that's needed to help sustain myself. That's kind of it in a nutshell. That's um a great story, and it's a great story because it, you have purpose. And I want to step back a little bit and target in or hone in on one particular thing that you stated. Sure. When you talked about DNA Body Works, you called it a side hustle. And then you said, well, it's not really a side hustle because it's how you step into your purpose. And one of the things mm-hmm. that I am encouraging women to consider when they are working in alongside or parallel their earned mm-hmm. income, that they change their language around that project. And I like the way that you described 
you re-described the side hustle as stepping into your purpose. And it's important that that reframing happens. When we think of things that we do on the side, there are some other words that generally tag along (laughs) with side hustle, you know, not Mm -hmm. important, just something that I'm doing. So, Right. So as you're talking to people, if you use that language, it doesn't um, give it prominence or give it its true value to you or to your calling. Um, I was going to say I agree with you 100%. People don't take you seriously when you say, you know, but I got this side hustle. And that side hustle is that thing that you're passionate about because if it wasn't, we all work an 8 to 10 hour day if we're really honest about it. In addition to caring for our families, we wouldn't be doing something additional unless we were passionate. And so the reframing of the word side hustle is really necessary because that's the thing that we want to do the most. It's not necessarily working for somebody else from 9 to 5 or 7 to 12 or whatever it is that we're doing. And it's important for us to, like you stated, reframe that language so that we can give it the correct value that it needs. If we're talking about creating wealth, how can we encourage or influence someone else to see the value in the thing that we're doing when we don't even value it ourselves with the words and the actions It's very, very, very important, specifically for women, to change that language because we can bring a certain amount of power and purpose to those words that we're speaking into that thing that we're doing. And we can communicate that well when we feel that same passion and desire towards that Like I said, this is not my side hustle. This is the power and the purpose that I have chosen to step in. Yes, words have power. So we encourage all of our listeners to rethink and reframe and reword how you describe your passion. The other thing that I think is valuable to understand or to consider When you are working on your passion project, the income ceiling is open. When we have our earned income, we walk into those positions and someone tells us this is the amount of money that you can make. Particularly those who are salaried, you get Mm -hmm. the, right, you get the band that says this is how much you can make. However, the number of hours that it takes you to make that money can vary based on the projects that they have you working on. That's the truth. And if you're you're salaried, it's a totally different thing. It's totally different. So you can walk in and you're believing that you're making $40 an hour if it is a 40-hour work week or 37.5-hour work week. But we all know Mm -hmm. that we work more than 40 hours a week. We know that on your earned income uh, platform, you're working 50 hours a week, depending on the project, and it could extend. And the more hours you work, the less per hour you're making. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, when you're working on your passion project or your business income, you get to set the, the limits. You get to set how many hours you work. You get to determine how much you get paid per hour. So you have the flexibility to create your wealth 
differently with your business income than you do your earned income. That's very, very true. Now, I do, we will be, we know we're realists, so we'll talk the reality. Mm -hmm. When you are working these projects in parallel, your earned income and your business income, there are some limits because they're only 168 Mm -hmm. hours in a week. Um, You know, that's how many hours we have to dedicate to earning our income. But I want to ask you another question. When you talked about your passion, you Mm -hmm. also mentioned that this is what you're doing currently full-time. And tell me how, when you've made that change, to focus on your business income full-time, how did your thought process about it change? What doors opened? What new ideas flowed through you now that you were focused on this? Well, to to be perfectly honest, when I actually had to change the mindset from working for corporate America in tandem with doing what I was doing, when I had to switch that and realize that there was no corporate America for me to balance out the income that I was getting, I honestly was scared to death. That was like the first thing. I was calm, but it was more or less in my head, if I don't hustle, I won't. And over a period of time, I actually had to change that anxious and somewhat fearful feeling to, yeah, if you don't hustle, you don't eat, but how are you defining the hustle? What is the definition of that? What could you do or what will you do differently to ensure that you are tapping into some of the demographics that you need to make things more comfortable for you? Because when you actually, when you don't plan on making that move as quickly as I had to make that move, you do become uncomfortable in the comfort. You know, we all get comfortable in working somewhere else while we're doing our other thing in tandem. We get comfortable because we, we know we have something to fall back on. But the discomfort comes when you can't plan you don't have that 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 safety net. So what I ended up doing was I had the certified workplace coordinator. I got that while I was still because I had a desire to work for a different department, and that particular certification was necessary. So I wanted to prepare myself for when the position. So I had that. Um, started making some plans in December and. December of 2019 and January of 2020 to post on Facebook, use social media as an avenue for me to let people know, hey, I'm out here, I'm offering these these things here. I decided to use social media as an avenue because it's inexpensive and it just requires time and the right wording. Then, as all of us know, in 2020, that's when life got really crazy for everybody. And <laughs> COVID-19, yeah, it got cray-cray. A Rona hit, and everybody's life was turned upside down, including mine. So these face-to-face trainings that I would have had the opportunity to do almost came to a screeching halt. But people became very, very concerned because we, we had no idea. 
what this thing was, how the virus was shooting, uh, transmitted, who actually had the virus, could you get the virus from just looking at somebody in their eyeball, just the honest. Yeah. So I would say from the end of February through the whole month of March, I was kind of like non-existent in the training work. I had a couple of diehard clients who decided that, you know what, if you offer virtual, I'll still do this. And I'm, I'm greatly appreciative to them for them even saying, you know what, let's do it this way. So I decided to start doing some things virtually, and I signed on with a company that started offering virtual training because they saw the opportunity for those who were with it. But from that, I decided to do my own virtual training and started reaching out to other people who I knew could possibly do this because they needed it. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking all of us are in a very stressful situation right now because we are dealing with something like that. Stress is a killer, specifically for everyone, but it seems like women carry that stress a little bit. It produces hormones that if we don't use them right away, they start developing some physical conditions for us. So there were some women I reached out to and said, you know what, if you sign on with me to do the virtual training, we can start helping you move through this. So I developed a vir virtual training package. From that, while all this was going on, I mentioned earlier that I ended up becoming a life coach. I've had folks tell me outside of getting the certification, you know, having a conversation with you helps calm me. Having a conversation with you gives me the opportunity to think about something differently. But a life coach is someone who helps you hear what you're saying through active listening, feeds it back to you, and then gives you an opportunity to start really thinking about those things that you shared with that individual and start spotting out a process with goals and actions that are necessary to propel you forward. So I have that skill set. I decided to get certified in it. But honestly, there are several folks that any of us may come into contact with that will be looking for a credential as opposed to the action and outcomes that you've been able to manifest. <laughs> you know, before you... I, let's, put a, let's put a pin right there for a minute. Okay. I, okay. I love the way that you said that, that there will be people who will look for credentials versus looking for the outcomes. So people will right. approach individuals who have businesses and they will be more concerned if that person has a couple of initials behind their name or, you know, mm -hmm. like you said, the certificate without looking at the results, without looking right. at the the outcomes that the business has produced. Um, mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's amazing that the way you have taken your business income, and we're talking about diversification, So, but you've mm -hmm. taken your business income and you're diversifying your business income. So you're looking at it and you're saying, okay, this is what I offer. I offer training for clients who are looking to mm -hmm. improve their health. So that's their goal. Okay. And then you've taken that and you've said, one, 
there was a an opportunity that was created in the pandemic. How do I mm-hmm. offer this training virtually? And you began to move in that space. Then you thought about individuals who you have worked with, and you said, mm, I know that they need support in, in this way, and you reached out to them. Even in the pandemic, you continued to be in contact with your clients, and you took their comments mm-hmm. to help you craft the next service that you were going to offer. Right. You are dynamic. Then after you did that, you understood that you looked at what I call transferable skills. So you looked at, mm-hmm. okay, I'm working directly with individuals one-on-one. Where else are there individuals that I can work with in companies? Okay, I can become a workplace coordinator and provide these services. Um, so you found a different way to find your clients, a mm-hmm. different methodology. So you diversified. Right. You went from social media to corporations to say, I can mm-hmm. do this for your employees. And then on top mm-hmm. of that, you realize that sometimes the unhealthy behavior is because of an emotional or a mental block. And you can't get healthy. And you covered this when we did the heightening a couple of years ago, our 40-day surrender mm-hmm. fast and in, in your teaching, you covered how to get healthy, sometimes you have to deal with the emotions and you have to deal with the, mm-hmm. the mental block. So now you can truly help people get healthy because you are available to them in multiple ways, the mind, the body, right. and the soul, because you're also a woman of faith. Yes, yes. So, exactly. exactly. You un- you're unlocking the potential. You've unlocked right. the potential and you've diversified business income. So while we're talking about diversifying wealth and we talked about the seven different streams of income, what you're talking to us about today is you can go wide or you can go deep. So wide is looking mm-hmm. at implementing three or four different streams of income for wealth. What you've done is you've said, okay, right now in this season, I'm going to go deep. I'm going to look at this business income and I'm going to diversify in there. So if I'm not receiving income doing personal training, I can receive income doing coaching. I can receive income doing workplace coordination. I can do online. I can do virtual. So you've diversified Mm -hmm. your packages to keep your income stream flowing. Correct, and I, I miss mentioning one. Um, I'm also a certified sports nutrition consultant. So anyone who's looking or, you know, kind of those conversations with, I just don't think I'm eating right and things of that nature, I'm able to do that as well. So there's a, a, another stream of income that is possible for me. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't believe that in time we don't realize the amount of skills that we have, the amount of knowledge that we have that we can actually put a value on until we sit down and we're kind of forced to look at what we're doing and how we're doing it and what is our skill set. The other piece that this allowed me to, I'm a big person about uh, paying it forward. So I was able to reach out to another minority-owned business here in the Capital District and ask for her assistance in developing my website. 
And she, in turn, ended up reaching out to someone to assist me in crafting the language needed for the website. So I had a website developer that I was able to reach out to who ended up reaching out to a wordsmith. And the wordsmith, again, is another business of color. Excuse me. And they're both women. And I feel that that's a blessing as well because sometimes we get stuck in I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, but it takes a village often in order to move us forward. We need the help of each other in one way, shape, or form. And by us identifying those folks who can assist us, we help them develop a stream of income as well. Another thing I want to touch on, we're talking about, at least I have in, in the few minutes that we've been speaking, I've been talking about the monetary value of creating streams of wealth. As you mentioned, Yolanda, I'm big on the mind, body, spirit, mind, body, soul. Um, if you think about around New Year's, we're thinking about healthy, wealthy, and wise, which is just another way of saying mind, body, and soul. I'm very, very big on that. If you are not well on the inside, if you cannot manage the emotions that you go through when you're going through different things, you will not manifest the health and the wealth that you need physically. And it's not just for women, it's for men as well, it's for anyone who's ready to really take this step. You've got to see the value in being healthy. And express, I can't express that enough. I had a long pause because it, 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 it touches me in a different way. If my thoughts weren't on the up and up, if I was not able to rework and remanage and recontrol, I think a lot of the emotions that hit me back in November the emotions that hit me at the end of February through March when I thought that things were going to fail, if I wasn't able to at least bring myself back to center and learn how to control and manage those, I believe also if I didn't have people around me who basically would say, snap out of it, get yourself together, you know, it's not as bad as you think, you're making it worse by thinking in a spiral I would not be progressing in a way that I am. And I'm not saying that I'm wealthy at this particular point, but I do know that the value in the things that I am offering contribute to the wealth and abundance that is coming my way. And that's, the, that's one of the hidden factors of that emotional mindset of knowing that you have value, there is wealth in the things that you do. It all starts inside. It's not necessarily something that's happening environmentally on the outside. You've got to be right on the inside. Your mindset has to be on point. And we're not always there all the time, but you need to know how to bring yourself back. And if you don't, make sure you're surrounded by people who do. Yolanda, you are one of those people in all of our lives that help us do that. And it's a blessing that any of us know you because you, you pick up on it and you help us recenter and bring ourselves back to the point that we're having these conversations about building wealth. If we weren't able to manage those, those emotional outbursts, 
we wouldn't be having these types of conversations and we wouldn't be having the success that we are having. Emma, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, you are 100% correct. Without doing some of the work that is necessary to heal on the inside, to reframe the negative messages that we receive from the outside, process it in the appropriate manner, we would not be able to have these conversations. We would be stuck. And the acknowledgement that, you know, sometimes we do off-ramp. You know, we we find ourselves, you know, on the side of the road um, with a flat tire, you know, whether it's, <laughs> you know, um, you know, an emotional flat tire. And it's mm-hmm. amazing to have community that will come and support you in filling your tire um, and filling your tire with words of encouragement, with support. Um, the, a couple of our previous conversations included people who are cheerleaders. So um, that whole right. concept of cheering and supporting and saying, you got this, you can do this, but also helping to address what the issue is, um, not glossing right. over it and giving mm-hmm. people time to heal. All of that is necessary for us to continue on this on this journey towards wealth building and leaving something for the next generation. So I thank you. I thank you for your transparency. I thank you for your honesty. I thank you for answering the phone. <laughs> Um, you very well could not have picked up the phone when I called, but you did. And because you picked up the phone, I believe many lives are going to be transformed. Anna, before we go, mm-hmm. is there one last thing you would like to share with our audience? Yes. Yes, I would. Um, this is about health, wealth, building wealth. Earlier, you, you and I spoke about packaging and things that could be offered. One of the things I do want to offer out to anyone who is listening, that if you are interested in reframing or rebooting, I have a package that's called the Rona Reboot. It is a six-week package, typically starting in October to lead us either through Thanksgiving or right up until the additional holiday season to where someone could either train with me virtually or in person. Sessions per week. You would get two 30-minute life coaching sessions, and you would get an individualized macro meal. So what that is is I would take some of the logistics from you, like your height, your age, your current weight, um, and determining like whether or not you want to lose weight, become more fit, just eat better, develop a meal plan program for you. You can either carry the weight and carry it wrong, or you can carry it and figure out how you're going to manage it. So these two things are definitely options that are available to you. I also do individualized training. That's not part of that package. If you want interested, please contact me at dnabodyworks.com, or you can DM me at Set on Instagram. Reach out. I'm quite sure that we can develop something together that would be beneficial to you and also help you move yourself forward because things are going, unfortunately, I believe things are going to get just a little bit crazier and we need to be prepared for it. 
Thank you, Rolanda. Thank you, Anna. And one of the things that's important is what she said. To build wealth, you have to be healthy. Contact Anna at DNA Body Works so you can become healthy to become wealthy. Thank you again. Ladies of the Heightening, have a great day. Thank you for joining us today. Please visit us at www.theheightening.com. Thank you.